so there we have it. Ten games that uh, should make any VR fan excited for the next year. Uh, but what if, Roots, what if I were to tell you that there were ten more games what? that we've known for a while are coming uh, that have kind of gotten tossed to the side and, and maybe not talked about as much as they deserve. Awesome games. Not just okay looking games, but really awesome looking VR games that have uh, largely gone unspoken about for the last few months. Uh, what would you say to that? I would say you're uh, you're crazy, and uh, somebody should put you in an insane asylum. No, I I agree, man. They, you know, it's one of those things that, that there's so many games that have came out that are good, and then all the ones that we just talked about, it kind of gets overshadowed, and and especially with Alex, man, everything kind of just disappeared, man. Nobody knows what the hell is coming out. So, yeah, everybody's got this singular focus on the really really about five games we we stretched it out into 10 there uh because we live inside the bubble and these are the 10 that people keep talking about uh but outside the bubble the casuals i mean they're talking about half-life alex they're talking about saints and sinners they're talking about medal of honor sometimes they're talking about iron man if they have a playstation vr and that's pretty much that's pretty much it um but you know what about a game like sniper elite vr uh this is a game coming to us from just add water uh q2 2020 uh just like most of these that's the estimated window for this one uh this roots is a a multi-platform vr game but in my mind this is a psvr game right yeah just because like um the aim controller right being able to actually hold right. your controller in there and i don't look i mean i guess if you have a gun stock you know it could be good for pc as well but i don't have a gun stock i do have a name sitting over there and uh i think it definitely would be one of those games that uh, uh benefits from being on playstation vr yeah if you were going to say all right here's a gun controller for vr i want you to go and make a game for this controller it would be a game like this, right? A sniper adventure game. So you're moving through the campaign. It's an adventure game, but uh, the action is is uh, rifle-based shooting, right, with a scope. That's what makes the aim controller so awesome is the fact that you're holding the gun in your hands, you hold it up to your eyes, and you're looking down the sights. And if you do that with two disconnected controllers, it just doesn't feel right. It feels weird to hold one object in the virtual world while you're holding two objects in the real world. And yes, gun stocks probably would work great, but gun stocks are expensive and they have to be, um, they have to be supported by the game developer mm. to work correctly. Uh, this we know is largely being developed for the aim controller. And uh, yeah, uh, it isn't very often I say that I'm going to buy a cross platform game on PlayStation VR, but I think that's going to be the case here, Roots. I think that uh, I'm getting Sniper Elite for PlayStation because uh, I can't think of any other way that I want to play this more than with my aim controller. Yeah, it's going to be really good. And that uh, scope, man, that I have not seen a scope that looks better than that scope for um, for a sniper gun. Now, usually that in VR just doesn't feel right, doesn't work. And that just looks, I mean, from what we can see anyway, I'm not in the game, but 
This looks like it's designed very well. So it's because when you when you're using two controllers to hold a virtual rifle, it it wobbles, it vibrates naturally because your hands aren't connected. They're just kind of moving separately. Mm. And the game doesn't account for that. Most of them don't anyway. So that manifests in uh, in drift with the scope. And you can't have that, especially if you're in a precision shooting game, you know? Yeah, true. So uh, definitely looking forward to this. You know, I've said it before. Um, when, I, when you have these first-person shooter games... I tend to gravitate toward the sniper rifles and the long range weapons. I always have. I've been a, uh, I'm more of a, a stealthy shooter than a, a, a than a in your face type of battlefield guy. I, uh, I always go for the rifle over the shotgun. You know what I'm mm, saying? I'm always going for machine gun. <laughs> I want rapid. I want multiple bullets because the first five that miss you, the next five will hit you. Well, see, that's the difference. I don't miss. Yeah. So. One to the dome. One to the dome is all it takes. And you don't ever know that I was even there. Oh, God. It's like this game was made you're, for having you, your, you're having your cigarette on your patrol, and then you're just dead. You didn't even know that the guy was there. That's how Weasel, weasel does yeah, it. Yeah, Weasel just came and killed your ass. Damn. See you in the next life, bad guy. <laughs> See in hell. All right. Speaking about seeing people in hell, Undead Citadel. Where did this one go? People were pumped for Undead Citadel because look at it, dude. This is your uh, your nonstop hack and slash Evil Dead simulator. This looks like Army of Darkness VR, doesn't it? Yeah. Is this um? It kind of looks like Dark Souls of VR almost. Um, is this a story based or is it just? I mean, that looks very amazing, right? Kind of looks like, um, what was that arena one we just did recently, but not an arena. Um, right, it's a hell split. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this looks like, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some loose story to it, but this game's going to be all about the action. It's going to be very linear, um, arcade-based hack and slash fun it's just it's going to be all about the gameplay in this one i think wow it looks amazing yeah it makes me want to play it let's do it it does too and, and again this one was kind of sold during e3 as being a playstation game i mean it's a cross-platform game but uh when we saw that footage from e3 that was supposed to be playstation footage mm. and it was just next level looking stuff wow that's crazy it looks amazing yeah I, I agree. Uh, it looks like a very simple game concept, but the but the combination of the uh, the high pace action gameplay and the beautiful looking graphics, uh, I think, is going to make it a fun uh, fun experience. So, uh, looking forward to this one a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, one that kind of just came from out of nowhere, uh, from being completely off the radar to being one of the year's most anticipated releases, Vertigo 2. Uh, you know, I never played Vertigo 1. Most people said it was decent. Uh, then we got this demo for Vertigo 2. And Roots, this looks like my kind of strangeness. I'm starting to see some weird crap in this. And you know me, I love the weirdness. Yeah, it's got a lot of puzzles, a lot of guns, um, a lot of gunplay, a lot of uh, just different things difference to me i I didn't play the first one as well 
but I guess that with the remastered, I probably will. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this as well. Yeah, that's something else. And something else 2020 is bringing us is Vertigo Remastered. So they build this engine for this game. Uh, again, this is from uh, Zalubo Productions. This guy, um, Zach, who worked at Valve for a couple of years, is the creator of Vertigo, Vertigo 2. So, so he, he, he wrote uh, all the assets and things for this game. And then rather than just release this game and let it stand on its own and be its own cool new thing, he went back and redid his first game uh, completely redid it. So before we get Vertigo 2, we're going to get Vertigo Remastered, and it's like a, a two-for-one, right? Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't play it the first time now. And like you said... Yeah, it's, it's one of these things, right? Yeah, it's weird as hell, man. Just the, the guys with the hands for faces, you know, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> Look at that guy. <laughs> this whole thing is just weird, man. Yeah. I think we have an early front winner for the uh, 420 award next year, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, not, it's kind of weird. He had a, is that a Vive symbol on the back of his jacket or look like a triangle? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows, brother? Who knows? You know, um, it makes sense if you think about the title, Vertigo. What is Vertigo? And if you're going to have a title like Vertigo, you probably should have some gameplay that, that might induce Vertigo, right? Yeah, true, true. So, uh, aptly named, or at least it appears to be so, uh, another one of the year's most anticipated releases, Vertigo 2 and Vertigo Remastered. All right, and then we come to Jay and our good friends at uh, Stonepuck Studios uh, with a few different things coming out this year. You know, first of all, uh, I heard that they were going to redo Primordian, which absolutely blows my mind because that game is already so great and so beautiful uh we learned that they were going to not only finish primordian this year but uh they were going to um completely overhaul the already beautiful graphics which what why would you do that uh, uh anyway I, I believe him he says he's going to make it better so uh, i'm sure it will be absolutely stunning uh but then we get word of tarzan vr uh roots it's uh episodic it's uh Got this shell cell shaded comic book looking style to it. Um, the the jungle is very reminiscent of Primordian. Just this vast uh, uh, jungle scape for you to live in and explore. But unlike Primordian, we get a swing from the trees, brother, and fly through this thing like George of the Jungle. Uh, yeah, man, pretty excited here. What about you? Yeah, just anything that brings back nostalgia to your childhood is amazing. You know, I'm, uh, I don't know, man. I, I remember Tarzan just from being a kid on TV, you know, the actual TV show. And I, I just think I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with this because I don't know much about it except for it's Tarzan and Stonepunk Studios. And we know Stonepunk, uh, like you said, does amazing things with their games. So um, it is exciting to see and uh, kind of psyched. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, the, the gameplay is going to be kind of arcade-ish, and I do think that the game is going to be released in episodes. So, like, uh, we're going to get episode one, and from what I understand, we're going to get it fairly soon. This is a Q1 release hmm. for the uh, the first episode of Tarzan VR. I don't know 
uh, how long it's going to take for it to progress. Um, but uh, not long before we get the first episode, they continue to uh, promote this thing more and more heavily. I'm seeing more and more of it. The more I see of it, the better it looks and the more excited I get for it. Uh, so this one's coming soon. Oh, cool. Okay, Roots. Well, we have Primordian, uh, big, awesome jungle game. Uh, we've got Tarzan, big, awesome jungle game. Uh, but when I think about the upcoming titles from Stonepunk Studios this year, uh, I don't think that I'm as hyped for these two as I am for the Disciples of Dawn. This game we learned about about back in uh, E3 this past summer. And, uh, you know, we didn't get much. We got this one very stylized, artistic trailer. But uh, this looks like it's uh, very story-driven. It looks like it's uh, uh, very dark. And you know me, I love the dark games. And uh, this one has an ominous feel to it. And uh, if... If uh, I had to pick one stone punk game that I'm really looking forward to, uh, it would be this one. Yeah, this one kind of, for me, I, you know, to Disciples of Dawn, I was thinking uh, vampires or showing the big moon, maybe werewolves. Um, but what it really made me do is like, it made me like speculate in my mind of what game I would really like to see. Now, before you balk at it, imagine a Twilight game and you can be Edward and you can sparkle. Now that to me would be like <laughs> next level. Um, but it kind of gives me like a twilight vibe for some reason. I don't know, like up in the, the woods and stuff. And uh, I don't know. It's weird. Dude, I barely know who Edward is. Okay. <laughs> and I, I know for reasons that I'm not going to get into here, but it's not because I've, I've watched these movies. Um, but I do like vampires, and I, I do think that a, uh, not not just that a vampire game would be cool, but it's time for vampires to, to come back into culture a little bit. We need a good vampire movie, not not a teeny bopper movie like Twilight, mm. uh, like a legit vampire movie, a horror movie in uh, games. And this looks like it could be it. Definitely some kind of... Uh, uh, game set a few hundred years ago, definitely uh, you're going to be fighting some kind of dark evil in this game, whether it be vampires, werewolves, or even humans. Uh, it looks cool. It looks like a, a dark forest that you're going to be running for your life uh, through, trying to get back inside the castle walls uh, and not die. And I, I think that that's... Uh, it's very compelling to me. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like you were saying, you know, it could be bloodsucker vampires or it could be human politicians sucking the blood out of you. Either way, it's still scary and, and unwanted. So, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely uh, a very highly anticipated game for me. Uh, I want to see more uh, soon, hopefully, but uh, Q3. Is the estimation on this one? Okay. Um, so Stonepunk, though Stonepunk Studio is not the only ones taking a darker turn. Uh, we're also seeing the same thing from Carpen Studios with their next release, The Wizards: Dark Times. And you want to talk about uh, a progression with sequels? We've talked about it before. How 
uh, these developers they tend to get better as they go uh, this game here looks absolutely stunning this is another one that gamertag got to try out he confirmed as much just a beautiful game uh, in dark man this game looks way more dark than the original wizards game and uh, where I, I really wasn't all that interested in the first wizards uh, I'm hella interested in this one I can't wait to check this game out. it looks phenomenal it looks just graphically amazing right and uh, I can only imagine how much better it looks in the headset yeah it looks uh, looks beautiful from this trailer and uh, you know this is something we've noticed in even like not even the best games uh, look great now like you know some some of the biggest indie games that uh, kind of fall off to the wayside uh, are just beautiful like like having great graphics isn't that special anymore uh, and I think that's a great thing, right? The, the games are starting to look this good in VR. Yeah, it's getting to the point now where it's becoming the norm, and uh, and that's why it's like we've said it's it's some of the har older games are becoming harder to um to to palate. You know, it's just like nah, I can't, I can't I can't taste that. You know, I'm going to something else. So, but uh, on top of just looking and sounding beautiful, uh, this game seems like it has some real evil stuff going on in it and uh you know me evil games are number one in my book and uh you're gonna let me fight some evil let me uh, try not to get killed by the hands of some evil uh sign me up i'm down for it yeah it looks like it's gonna be a pretty good story too from what at least this bit that i've seen so and look at those hands bro this has hands yeah well just doing any spells is pretty cool right yeah, magic in VR is uh, one of the coolest things that you can do, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, so what is that? Game number 16 now coming in 2020 that we're hyped for? I've got more roots. What about Lo-Fi? You know, I've already paid for this one. I think it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, this game is, uh, I definitely are. I actually need to give, reminds me, I need to go and check out the uh, alpha build because um, we have access to that and we, actually want to do that for one of the shows so uh, the more i see this game the more i'm uh excited to see it and uh and see what the full-fledged game will be yeah the, the the guys at iris vr are making uh you know big progress on it every time that i see something new uh like a new piece of footage from it it's like they've they've jumped leaps and bounds from the last time i saw it just a short time ago uh, Blair's very active on uh, Twitter, and he's very proud of his game. So, uh, yeah, like you, it's been a while since I've been in there. Um, I'm not one that, that likes to spoil something uh, like this that I'm so highly anticipating. Um, very much, that is, but I am curious, and they've had enough time in it now that I would kind of like to go in and uh, see where that empty shell that we saw just a few months ago has uh has gone right yep, absolutely because uh basically it was just an empty city before uh there were a few characters in it but they were just you know they were still they were just standing there uh so uh i'm sure that uh this one's coming along beautifully and uh 
it's one of the most highly anticipated games of the year, especially when you start looking into indie games, right? Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. And uh, it's cyberpunk, you know, there's no other cyberpunk games coming out, right? Well, that's the thing, you know, there's been this lack of, of a great cyberpunk VR game, and then Lo-Fi Kickstarter comes out, and now all of a sudden, you know, we've got all these great-looking cyberpunk games coming. <laughs> For example, there's Lawn, right? Uh, not long after the uh, Lo-Fi uh, Kickstarter concluded, we found out about this game. And the, uh, you know, the of the few criticisms that we had of Lo-Fi, it seems like that those are this game's strong points, right? Yeah, actually, I, I saw this game and I was like, man, I... Um, I was psyched for lo-fi now. I really am psyched for lawn. Not that I'm not psyched for lo-fi. I already, like you said, I already bought it, you know, um, just have to wait for it to come out. But, uh, I don't know. This one f looks different. looks like it might actually have more of a story to it. And that's, uh, kind of exciting. You know, I want to see a really good cyberpunk story, you know? Yeah. I think it's going to be, you know, while it's the same setting, in the same theme, I think we've got two very different games here. I think that the lo-fi is probably going to have a bigger world. Uh, it's definitely going to be a lot more freedom in it to, to go around and do what you want. Uh, whereas this game is going to be more of a traditional game. It's going to be linear. There's going to be a story to it. There's going to be, uh, uh, you know, a clear set of objectives. And uh, you're going to achieve those through violence and uh walking the path that the game sets out for you uh both very compelling concepts and both very highly anticipated games yep and there's more there are other awesome looking cyberpunk games uh that are yet to really be announced or uh or or uh promoted but uh those are coming up in the uh next few weeks and months we'll get back to those and i'll remind you uh of this video when i bring it up but uh there, there's another one in specific that i'm i can think of it's really cool looking but uh it's still in the very early stages so i'm just going to leave it at that for right now cool uh firmament uh this is a game coming to us from cyan incorporated and really what the most exciting thing about this game is, is the developer. We know what these guys can do. These are the guys who brought us Mist, who brought us Riven, and later Abduction. Um, these are very creative guys' roots, uh, not only in the type of stories that they write and the worlds that they create and the puzzles that they do. Uh, this is going to be their first built from the ground up VR game that they intended to be VR. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Abduction has a VR mode. I feel like this is their first VR game, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And uh, Abduction was a really good game. Um, actually, Scion was just raving about how great it is after they um, just did a new patch for optimization. Uh, and... I know exactly. I haven't gone back in since they did the patch, but I played it when it, I first got into VR, or maybe it was maybe a year ago. And uh, it's 
it had some jank. Like if you moved around a little bit, just even stepped aside, you would end up being off a little bit and see so we're running into walls that weren't there and stuff. So I'm sure all that's fixed now. Uh, but the one thing that I know about abduction um, and mist is those puzzles are fucking hard, man. They're very, they're thinking puzzles. It's it's not a, uh, you know, if you're not into puzzles, it's not a game to go into lightly, but um, the story is amazing as well. And so I'm kind of psyched to just seeing what I'm seeing of this and knowing what I know of, of you know, mist and abduction. I am really psyched to see what this will be. Yeah, it's crazy. These guys, uh, how talented they are. They're, they're so creative. Their games always have this surreal science fiction slash slash fantasy feel to them. Uh, it's it's almost like they have their own genre, right? And uh, the as creative as the worlds and the stories are, the puzzles are are just as creative. And when I think about people like this, really thinking about how they can use VR to uh to create puzzles uh you know it, it really makes me wonder you know uh how great can this possibly be you know we could see stuff from this game that we've never seen before in a game and uh that's very very exciting yeah exactly because you know everything that we saw in, in abduction was already made in a, in a game for flat and brought over where like you said now they can think outside the box and they can um, maybe do some things with the puzzles that that we just haven't seen. I think that's a really good idea or a good uh, thought, and um, I think we're going to be seeing some of that. So. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of when you start talking about moving out of the realm of 2D and into the realm of 3D, not only video but audio. Uh, you know, I just said it that that's a whole other dimension that these genius uh, developers have to play with. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's a, a whole other dimension of complexity that they can incorporate into a, into a puzzle. And, and when you start thinking about uh, video and audio, that's two more dimensions that they can uh, incorporate into their puzzles. So very excited to uh, see what these people uh, are working on. Uh, hopefully it doesn't have the... Uh, optimization issues that abduction had but uh I, I feel like they probably have uh uh learned from their mistakes and like so many other uh second efforts in vr like we've been talking about already in this episode i feel like they're going to improve upon the, their uh, first initial experience yeah i agree all right, so one more title that I'm looking forward to this year, and it's a bit of a different title, kind of like Firmament, but uh, kind of nothing like Firmament, is uh, Separation. Um, Roots, I'm going to use what a lot of people consider to be a dirty word here, uh, but if you do a walking sim the right way in VR, I still think that it can be a very rewarding experience and i thought at first i was going to put paper beast into this slot as a psvr exclusive to round out our list but if i'm being honest i'm uh i'm anticipating uh separation a lot more highly than paper beast and 
yeah, while it's true that this is more of an experience, something that you're going to walk through and, uh, and view, uh, I think that it, it looks way more compelling to me than the paper mache creatures mm. that, uh, that we're seeing from the, uh, paper beast promo material. So you, when you say walk and sim, like what is the point? I mean, is it really like, just, is there a story to it? Is there, is just walking through or, um, or do you know, I mean, so I don't mind if there's something to it story-wise or there's a reason to go through. Um, but you know, like there's those ones that are literally are just walking around and it's like, no, nah, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> weird. Did you enjoy here? They lie. Oh yeah, it was good. It was weird. So that's a walking sim. Yeah. But there's also a story told there, I think. Right. Well, most of them do have a story. I mean, you obviously we're not, we're not just going in to check out a slideshow. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe. People have the balls to put out a game with, that has absolutely zero interaction in it. There's normally something to look at in it. and uh, Or at least it's been my experience. I haven't tried many bad ones. But then again, you know, up until the point where I was reviewing games, I never really played anything without knowing first what I was getting into. So... There's, I'm sure there's some bad ones out there, just like there's bad in every genre. But this one, uh, this one intrigues me. Uh, I'll just read the description off really okay. quickly here, how they describe separation. Um, Recluse Industries, by the way, uh, bringing this one out, and um, well, I lost it. Comes out what mid February they say was estimate mid February. That's that's actually uh, news. It just uh, dropped a day or two ago. They announced that they're working on a pre-release patch right now with some visual improvements and minor bug fits minor bug fixes. Separation arriving around mid February mm. for PlayStation VR. Uh, at least at launch, it's in a PSVR exclusive. Uh, but they describe this game as a spiritual journey of epic desolation and a search for illumination. Mm. So it seems like this uh, this journey is going to take you to some very dark places. And as I've already mentioned a couple times in this video, uh, I'm all about going to dark places and then finding the light. What's that floating dot? I don't know. It looked like if, if it's pre if it's present throughout. I imagine that this is probably a, a gaze based uh, thing where, where you can play it hands free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, move control. Because it's like you stuff. see, it's like an actual light source too. So it looks like it's actually a it's in the game. Like you're yeah. I guess it is gaze based. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like uh, Golem or. Uh, there's a few games like this where you just you could play it with a single button. You know what I mean? Mm. You you just uh, you walk along. You have a button to walk and a button to interact, and you interact with whatever you put the cursor on. You know what I'm saying? Actually, works pretty well for the uh, move controller. So. Yeah, yeah, it actually does. And and a lot of the time they uh, they let you have the option of whether or not you want to keep the reticle or 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 uh, or get rid of it. So yeah, he's turned it off. Yeah, where'd it go, bro? Yeah, it's gone, man. Case in point. Oh, there it is. Oh, thank God. Whew, I was a little scared there. I thought it was gone for <laughs> where'd good. my little dot, buddy? Yeah, well, look, my little... there's a glowing obelisk <laughs> with lightning bolts coming out of it. 
Uh, I think we're going to have some stuff to look at here. It's, it is a short game, uh, roughly two-hour journey here that we're going through. Uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, Journey for Elysium, mm -hmm. which I enjoyed. Uh, but I think it has potential to be even better than that. So Do I get to ro row down the river sticks or... No, I guess it's a totally different experience, right? <laughs> I, I can't say. It looks like you're going to the uh, the ruins of the Epcot Center. Yeah, today. <laughs> it does look like the ruins. Of, a smaller Epcot, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is separation. Uh, I just wanted to throw it in there because it's... Uh, uh, not only is it very different from uh, most games on the list, but it's uh, PSVR exclusive, which is... Uh, a rare thing these days so uh yeah, yeah. they picked a great Be time to look out for that great time to drop right right next to iron man mm, i guess now they're uh, hopefully hopefully they have the good sense to come out a, a couple of weeks ahead of iron man yeah so but it's going to be one of those deals you know you, you you always see these indie developers saying oh we're going to release on psvr around this time and then that's the tweet that an, immediately precedes the next tweet which reads damn sony qa making me fix this that and the other thing and then uh three months later the game actually releases yeah well at least you got quality games out of sony so that's true most of the time yeah most of the time look obelisks growing out of the ground yeah, everyone each obelisk is lit and it draws you closer to me oh that sounds creepy um Who's me? I don't know. Is it wanna... George Washington? Yeah, maybe it's... the Washington Monument Monument was an obelisk. Maybe it's yeah, it was. Maybe it was Roots. Like literally, is me. I don't know. I doubt they're being drawn to me, but I, hopefully not. <laughs> A little weird. Well, maybe they are, uh, and it's okay <laughs> if they are, just so long as they subscribe when they get yes, here. Yes, yeah, you must subscribe and submit. If you are alive, you must subscribe. <laughs> That's what I say. That's right. That's what Johnny Cochran would say anyway. Yeah. All right. This thing is coming off the rails quickly enough. Let's go ahead and call it there. There is, that was 10 more, we'll call it, 10 more games uh, coming out in 2020. And you know what, Roots? You know what the cool thing about it is? I could have kept going. I could have done 10 more. Yeah, and you know what the even cooler thing is? Is there's 10 more. I guarantee that we don't even know fucking exist, like Westworlds and you know, I would say Doctor Who's, but that sucked. But, you know, any game that just drops out of nowhere, um, you're like, what the hell is going on? That's what VR is. That's VR gaming for you. Yeah, 